finally, you have come back to listen to Talk Podcast Show. I'm your host, Shane Ahmad. How are you all doing? Clearly, I'm doing great, everybody. I'm sitting here uh, at home, day off from work, sipping, drinking uh, some rosé. Feeling pretty good about myself. Um, It's Monday, August the 1st. We're creeping up to Virgo season. Um, By the way, I'm at Virgo August 27th. I'll be 30-something again. So, yeah, guys. um, Yeah, we're coming off the the heels of of a very hot weekend. You know, we're we're smack dab in the summer. Um, Everybody's talking right now about the Beyonce Renaissance album. You know, go check out my last podcast. Uh, I gave my thoughts on to that. But this particular show today, guys, it's going to be kind of a random show day, but um, we're going to talk about some topics and things that's been on my mind. We're going to talk about Will Smith. Um, you know, he's back in the social media. We're going to talk about the, the Bishop Lamar Whitehead, you know, the preacher in Brooklyn who um, uh, got robbed while preaching. Um, also, we're going to be, I'm going to, I'm going to talk about uh, dating apps, my experiences on dating apps and things like that. Um, so yeah, so let's go ahead and get into this, guys. Um, before we do that, let me take another sip of this, uh, this rosé because, ooh, man, is it good. I know it sounds ghetto, but whatever. Contrary to popular belief, I can get ghetto every now and then. <laughs> but anyway, guys, let's go ahead and, uh, let's, the first topic today is going to be about the Will Smith situation. Um... Everyone knows, a few months ago, Will Smith uh, was at the Oscars, and he got on stage, and um, after Chris Rock made a, a you know, joke about his wife's hair and alopecia or whatever, whatever the case may be, he and slapped him in front of, you know, in front of a live audience on, on, on live television. Well, apparently, he's come out with an apology, and guys, I'm going to be very shady in my approach to this, you know, what I have to say about this apology. Um... The apology was done on social media. I think it was done on Facebook, Instagram Live or something like that. And if you go look at the, the apology and you look at his eyes, you can tell he's reading a teleprompter. This man's an actor. I'm sorry, Will Smith. I don't give a damn. I've never really watched your music, you know, your movies and stuff like this. I like your music. Like, I like summertime, you know, and um, getting jiggy with it and all this kind of stuff like that and the Wild Wild West. I thought your music was way better than your acting skills, but you know, I, I don't want to cut down a black man when he's doing well. Um, so I, you know, try to, you know, you know, try to not hate on you, but Will Smith, no one gives a damn about your apology. You don't apologize. And you said in the, in the uh, on your live that, you know, you, you thought about going up there to to apologize to Chris, you know, after if you didn't slap at the Oscars. Nigga, we know better than that. What the hell are you talking about? Why would you do that? Because we know in that moment you was 100% justified with getting on that stage and slapping the guy. When you went, when you got your Oscar later that night and you gave your acceptance speech, you had no intentions to go and apologize to Chris Rock because you meant every bit of it. And Chris Rock knows it. That's why you said that, you know, you reached out to Chris for an apology and he's not trying to hear it. Man, fuck you. Sorry, Will Smith. Fuck you. I'm the kind of guy. Um, I try to have class. I try to have decorum. I feel like that is the best quality of myself. 
I feel that I get my way in life a little bit better when I am articulate and well put together. But let, let me tell you this. If anybody comes up on stage or comes up to what, anything that I'm doing and puts their hands on me and slaps me or anything like that, there is another personality of myself that I try to hold back that may just appear out of nowhere and I may beat your ass. Just because I use big words and things like this, don't don't get it twisted. I will fuck you up. You know? So my and then, you know, and then don't come to me wanting to apologize later. You mean everything you 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 mean everything that you you did, nigga. Like, and if I was Chris Rock, if I wanted to apologize to his wife for the comments and she felt some kind of way for it, I would have put it out there. But at the end of the day, I'm a comedian. This is what we do. How many people get roasted at comedy shows? Um, so that's something that Chris Rock has to understand. Some people will rock with your jokes about them, and some people won't. So be prepared of the consequences. You know? So, you know, maybe you should apologize to, to uh, Jada Smith, Jada Pinkett Smith, and let it go. But um, Will Smith, you know, giving an apology. Dude, you're an actor. You're up there reading off the teleprompter. Will Smith, fuck you. Go ahead and make your, your next movie or whatever. You're not that interesting. I'm sorry. You're just not. And it took you this amount of time to stand up for yourself after all the shit people have been talking about. And I hope when you got home, you this newfound, you know, Aggress- aggression that you have that you want to show everybody. I hope you show that to your wife because she needs her ass needs to be put in line too because she puts you out there to be a punk. Moving on to the next topic. Um, all right, guys, we're going to be talking about this Bishop Lamar Whitehead. Have you guys heard about him? The uh, bishop in um, uh, New York who about a week ago in July of 2022 was on stage preaching. I think he was in the Bronx. I think his church was in the Bronx or something. And he was on stage preaching and someone came in to rob him and his wife of their jewelry. And after everything is done, it's been alleged that the amount of jewelry that was stolen was $1 million. Yes, guys. $1 million is what he's alleging was stolen from him and the robbery was caught online was caught on camera because he was doing online preaching to to the masses or whatever so if you guys want to go online and look it up the Bishop Lamar Whitehead robbery while he's getting preached you can go look it up um I'm gonna read an article to you guys um about this about, about this guy and also, before I get into the article, he was actually, he's actually being sued right now for swindling $90,000 out of one of his parishioners who said that the money came out of their life savings and he's not trying to pay, their mon- pay that money back and things like that. And it's alleged that there's other people out there that he owes money to and he's getting money out of and things like that. Um, so I'm going to read you guys this article from thecity.nyc, um, www.thecity.nyc, and it says, and I'm going to give it to you guys in my reported voice. The Brooklyn pastor who says he was robbed in the middle of giving a Sunday sermon stole $90,000 in retirement savings 
from one of his own parishioners. A lawsuit filed last year in Brooklyn Supreme Court alleges Lamar Whitehead, the Bishop at Leaders of Tomorrow International Churches in Connorize, is accused of convincing 56-year-old Pauline Anderson to invest nearly her entire life savings in one of his firms with the promise that he could help her buy a home despite her bad credit history, the court papers say. Anderson wrote Whitehead a $90,000 cashier check in November 2020 and relied on him to give her $100 monthly allowances to pay her for a living, pay, to pay her living expenses, according to the lawsuit. After months went by in early 2021 without a monthly payment or progress on the home purchase, Whitehead allegedly told Anderson that he was treating her investment as a donation to this campaign for Brooklyn Borough, per- Brooklyn Borough President. He said he had no obligation to pay it back. Mr. Whitehead fraudulently induced Ms. Anderson to liquidate her entire life savings to pay him the investment of $90,000 promising to use the funds to purchase and renovate a house for her, alleges the lawsuit. Miss Anderson was instead left with nothing but a vague promise by Mr. Whitehead to pay the funds back in the future, followed by an assertion that he had no further obligations to do so. Anderson declined to comment through a family member who said Anderson didn't want to talk because the litigation is still pending. Whitehead, who shared a close relationship with Mayor Eric Edwards, Adams, when he Adams when Adams served as Brooklyn Borough President, didn't respond to a message left with church on Wednesday. He was in the past served time in the state. He has in the past served time in state prison following convictions for identity fraud and grand larceny. A message left for Whitehead's attorney was immediately returned on Thursday after this article was published. Whitehead told the Daily News that Anderson was being untruthful. Her son was a member of my ministry who was removed because he was, oh, excuse me, guys, unitegral. It's a lawsuit because of who I am, he said, adding everybody that tried to sue me because of my celebrity status is just going to keep going and trying to do what they want to do. There's more to that article, guys. I'm I'm bored to read it, so there you go. So this dude, Bishop Lamar Whitehead, is out here swindling people for their money. Now, this is one person who's actually filed a lawsuit, you know, it's uh, alleged that there's other lawsuits to come with this guy. But, um, what was I going to say? Sorry. But, yeah, so, apparently, this guy, you know, came up into the church and, you know, had on a million dollars worth of jewelry, preaching in a poor area of Brooklyn, New York, uh, the Bronx, New York, you know, near the Bronx, and got robbed for his jewelry. Now, it is also facts that Lamar uh, Whitehead comes to church in, like, um, a G-Wagon and a Rolls Royce, you know, very high-end cars and things like that. But in the particular church that he's in, there's even there's not even decorations in the church. There's not even anything hanging up on the phone. You know, it looks like an old factory that he just, you know, put up a backdrop to, you know, to make a, a make a church out of. And, um, and as you guys read in the article, or heard when I read the article, it said that um, he also served time in prison 
state prison for being convicted of identity fraud and grand larceny. Now this man's a preacher in the pulpit wearing millions of dollars worth of jewelry, he and his wife driving to church in very fine, nice cars, things like that. And by the way, I don't know if you guys heard about it. Um, he did an interview with Larry Reed, who's also a bishop, who's an, an, a gay bishop. And Larry and uh, and if you go watch the interview between Larry Reed and this Lamar Whitehead, Lamar curses out Larry Reed, calls him all kind of derogatory names. Um, and he, um, you know, says really nasty things to the co-host of the Larry Reed show, calls her fat and sloppy and all kinds of stuff like that. You know, acting acting everything like how a preacher is supposed to act. And not a letter on a preacher, but a bishop. Um, you know, cursing and he's saying all kinds of, you know, very nasty, derogatory things. And, you know, and he's, you know, people are, you know, he's under fire for, for those kinds of comments and things like that. With everything being said, guys, from the stuff that you've heard and uh, from me when I've said about this guy, this is my opinions on this. If you are a bishop in a church and you're getting enough money from your pack, your church members to fund your expensive lifestyle, whether that's jewelry and cars and all this kinds of stuff like this, and you look around your church and you don't see where the money is going, if your church doesn't have an outreach ministry, you know, there's a hole in the wall in the church. And if you look around in your church, you see everyone who's listening to this guy is struggling and giving their last, you know, in the, in, you know, in the, in the hopes that God's going to bless them for their sacrifice and things like that. Um, knowing that this guy is who served time in jail for identity fraud and grand larceny. Granted, I'm a former correction officer. I do know some people do change after prison, but a lot of people don't, especially when it comes to theft. If you are a member in this church and you're giving this man your money, or if you're a member, or if you're a member of a church similar to this, where your pastor is living very, very good, and his wife, you know, first lady is living very, very good. And everybody else in the church is struggling and trying to figure out how they're going to make ends meet. He has every damn right to take every goddamn penny you give him. Yes, he does. What a smart individual this Lamar Whitehead is. You know why he's smart? Because when he was in jail for identity identity theft and well, identity fraud and grand larceny. He had every, he had all the time in the world to figure out a new scheme, and he also had all the time in the world to figure out a new scheme to where he can still be a hustler because clearly that's his gift. He needed to find a new scheme to hustle, but not get caught this time and make it legal. Oh my gosh! So what's the best legal way to hustle? people out of their money and not go to jail is to become a preacher yes that's what you do you open up a church and you sell Jesus and prosperity and you look great you take these people's money and you look really good and you make them think if they keep giving you this money and put this money into the church one day they'll look good like you and those are the very small minded people that unfortunately I had to grow up around because I was raised in the church. My mom was a big church person. 
And but she wasn't she was a big church person, but she wouldn't have been one of these. But you know, there's some people who just their pastor can't do no wrong. And I understand no one is perfect. Pastors, bishops, um, prophets, whatever you want to call it, evangelists, they're all human. They all fall short of the grace of God. I totally understand that. But some people don't want to be changed and, and saved and want to do better. And he's one of them. You know what, Lamar Whitehead, if you can take, if you can get it to where all the members of your church hand over you their check that they get from their job or their government, then shit, take it. If they're willing to give it to you, take it because their dumbasses should know better. You're in a, you need to tell me you're in a church where the pastor has the audacity to show up with over a million dollars worth of jewelry between him and his wife and preach to you and an ex-convict? Oh, Lord. God, many people are dumb. Now, I might would have went to a church. I wouldn't have gave them more than a dollar or two because, I mean, that's what I want to give. I'm not giving you all of my money. You know? No, man. Like, money comes too hard just to be handing out to people. And I'm sorry, man. These these people in these churches got people all kind of hoodwinked of thinking, oh, you got to sacrifice and suffer for God and something like this. Screw all that. Screw all of that. People have been suffering too damn much to be thinking like that. Suffer by paying your bills and saving your money. That's how you do it. Suffer by blessing somebody on the street. Suffer by blessing a family member. Suffer by blessing a, a, a you know a friend or something like that. Give something to the to the uh, to the Harvest Hope Food Bank or to the food banker. Something like that. Stop giving all these churches all y'all all y'all's money. That is dumb. Because I've been around people, because like I said, I grew up in a church. I have been around people who have just sacrificed their money just for church and, and stuff like this and say, oh, give and it'll come back to you. Granted, I do believe that. But let's be real. There's so many people that go to church every Sunday who are giving up bill money. They have the money for their bills, but instead of paying it, they're paying it to a church. And then their lights get cut off. I knew a lady who did that years ago. You know, she felt the devil was after her and didn't want her to, you know, pay her tithes. So so she was paying her tithes and it was leaving her in a delinquency with her bills. And then one day her lights got cut off. What an idiot. And you got children. That is dumb as fuck. That is dumb as fuck. But if it makes you feel better than good, go ahead and do it. Because I, as a former big time church goer, Granted, I never went broke giving the church my money, but I have gone broke doing things in, in life where I should be, you know, a little more responsible, whether it was hanging out, buying clothes, eating out all the time, or going on trips, and, you know, doing this kind of stuff like this. But let me tell you this. I got something out of it. I guarantee you that. I got me something out of it every time. If my bill ever, if my bills ever went and were not paid, because I rather, I want to be, you know, irresponsible and take my bill money and do something else, I guarantee you I got something out of it. I sure as hell wasn't giving it to no church. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, 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 no. Wasn't doing that. That's a little, a little stupid. I'm going to go broke. Let me have some new shoes or some new clothes or have a really good meal or go on a really nice, you know, vacation and, and live up really good and come back and figure out how I'm going to, you know, get back to, you know, get this bill paid. I'm not going to go broke sitting up in a church giving the church my money while the pastor... And, his, and, and the first lady looking, looking all good. And I'm going coming home, sitting in the house with my lights cut off or figuring out when my car is going to get picked up. 
I'm not trying to do that. Fuck that. So my thing is, if those people are giving this church, this bishop, all their money, then he should take every damn penny of it. Dumb asses. Dumb, dumb asses. I don't, I don't knock the guy. Shit. Nobody, I mean, who wants to really go out there and work? You know? And who wants to really be an entrepreneur? I mean, let's be real. A lot of us really don't. If you can hustle people out of their money in a legal way and get, get that kind of money and can afford millions of dollars worth of jewelry and all kind of fine, fancy cars, good for you. Now, I can't do it because I don't have the intellectual capacity and the depth to come up with a sermon every damn week to, to preach to people, to be quite honest with you. And, and, and one, two, my, my mouth is too reckless. And two, my lifestyle has been too reckless. But hey, you know, there's some even more reckless people than me in church. But, you know, I just don't have that kind of hope for me to want to get up in, tr- in front of a church and take people's money. And to be quite honest with you, if I got up there and looked down on these people's face and knew that they were holding me in high regard and high standard of, you know, high standard of the Lord, and I'm up here just giving them something just to take their money, I would honestly feel bad. Because my thing is, as a person who's done things in life, who I wasn't proud of and I have to look in the mirror and deal with it, that would be one thing I would want to look in the mirror and deal with every day because I would feel there would be a, a dark cloud over my life. Um, I would be paranoid that something bad was, was going to happen to me. Um, whether I will be mad, whether I'm going to get robbed in the middle of a church sermon or I'm going to get, you know, shot and killed in the back alley somewhere or, you know, you know, that, that guy has a lot of balls and stuff like that. And I, it just sucks that he's doing that. But if, you know, if these people are that dumb to be giving him their money and stuff like that, well, then why not? You know, why not? Why, why not take it? It's, it is year 2022. We all have access to way more information than we did 20, 30 years ago. Why even bother? If I went to a church and I knew my pastor served time for jail for grand larceny and identity fraud, I don't want to do. I don't want to go to your church. I'm sorry. I am sorry. You know, people say, "Oh, people change. You can't judge people from their past." Um, yeah, you can. Because guess what? Most people don't necessarily change, especially when it comes to stealing and. Hustling. Once a hustler, always a hustler. Now they may change the way they hustle, but once you're a hustler, you're always going to be a hustler. Once you steal and you do so much stealing to where you get caught and the type of theft that can be described as grand larceny, you're always going to be a thief. And this guy set up here and swindled one of the parishioners in his church or his lifestyle for $90,000 of her life savings. She's a dumbass and had an agreement that he was going to pay her $100 a month. Lady, you're 56 years old. You have, you gave $90,000 of your money to this guy and all he's going to pay you is $100 a month back. And you wanted to get a house? That is, that doesn't make any sense. If you're looking to get a house, why are you paying some guy $90,000 and he's supposed to pay you $100 back a month? That doesn't make any sense. Lady, you're dumb. You know what? You're so dumb to where maybe 
I need to hook up with you and, and, and figure out if you have another $90,000 you want to hand out to me, you know, for my help with something. But see, I would be smart enough to still pay you my $100 a month because I, you, you know, we'll have it written out because you wouldn't be able to come, come to court and get me. Uh-uh, no, 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 no. But if you don't have to hand me $90,000 and all I have to do is pay you $100 of it every month, well, shit, go right ahead. I sure would take it, your dumb ass. You worked all that long time in your life to let somebody get $90,000 of your money. And it's not even your on-hand money. It's savings. When you have a bunch of money in savings compared to what you have in checking, and you take that money and hand over to somebody, that's stupid. He should have took your money. If I was a judge, I would sit there and take that gavel and say, uh, this this, this uh, case is null and void for stupidity. And I would take my gavel and bam it down once or twice and tell you to go about your business and ask her and then probably go out back and ask her for a loan or dumbass. It's just unbelievable how stupid some people are in the world with their money and, and these preachers. These preachers can really get over on some people um, and stuff like that. Like, you know, it's just really crazy. Like preachers, like you know, a lot of these preachers go out here and try to criticize and use the Lord in a way to make you know to push a narrative that they feel is wrong or right. But you know, a lot of these preachers out here are no better than anybody else. That's why when I hear you know a lot of pastors out here criticizing things of people and all these Christians out here, it's fine because this is what they feel is right. But what they feel is right and what I feel is right could be totally different, and that's fine because you know what. It ain't going to change a damn thing what I'm doing over here. So thank you for your opinion. But, you know, you, you have fun with that. You know, I think people need to get into that mind frame of Christians are humans too. Pastors, preachers are humans too. They're not perfect. You know, if your lifestyle or what you do in your life isn't hurting yourself or anybody else, at the end of the day, fuck what they think. thinking. Handle your business. Because, you know, you go to heaven or hell... We all, you know, a lot of us believe in it, but we all don't necessarily 100% know if it's true. So, I mean, like, take that with a grain of salt. All right, guys, enough with that. I'm sitting here rambling off. Thanks to my rosé, I'm about to finish it up. All right, guys, so um, I'm going to do another topic on something else. Um, I'm going to be talking about dating dating apps and, you know, my thoughts on, on those that I've noticed over the years. So stay tuned for the next segment. I'll be right back.